1: After focusing on the defensive side of the ball yesterday on the show, we are ranking our top 10 players at each position on the offensive side of the ball here today on Locked On NFL Scouting.
2: You are Locked On NFL Scouting with The Draft Dude, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every
0: day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Lockdown NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Lockdown Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Lockdown Dolphins, and we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Lockdown NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day and a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, I appreciate y'all being here very, very much.
1: Joe, imagine not tuning in last night on the YouTube channel as we started our annual playoff predictors.com jaunt. Can't because I was there. We did two divisions. Yeah. We were we were live on YouTube hanging out with a couple dozen of our best friends for like over an hour and a half last night. So hit subscribe on the YouTube channel. Come hang out with us. Click the bell. You'll get the notifications when we go live. We're going live twice next week for more PlayoffPredictors.com. If you're not familiar with PlayoffPredictors.com, aka the best website on the face of the planet, you can go game by game and pick all of the results week by week or team by team and then have a full... Uh, record prediction for all 32 teams when you're finished that process. And we started that process. We did the NFC East and we did the AFC North. Joe, spoil one team's record through 17 weeks because we're going to do week 18 at the very end.
0: Just one, though. Pittsburgh? Is that the one to spoil? That's a a a double-digit win team right now going into week 18.
1: And we feel that way in large part because of the schedule.
0: Yeah, schedule's so nice. We for think them.
1: they're gonna be competitive against the AFC North squads.
0: hmm Um, I'll spoil the commanders. Oh, really? Yes. Three and thirteen. Brother. We came away with two big takeaways last night. When you go to FanDuel, you want to bet the over on, on Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh wins and the under on, under Washington, on Washington, Washington wins. <laughs> so it's six and a half at Washington. We're not sure how they get there. I'm not sure they get halfway there. So yeah, so well, we haven't
1: we we don't have them halfway there, and don't they play like they play yeah. either Dallas or Philadelphia? Yeah, it doesn't look mean, good. It's a divisional game. Yeah, have mercy. Okay, so are you ready to switch gears?
0: Yeah, I was ready to switch gears t- to uh, commenting on your attire uh, because I I like this Dolphins like it was that it's just white and aqua. I think that looks really good. I, I would like to to see a jersey iteration like that. I agree. Yeah, I, like I agree it. wholeheartedly. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's 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 simple and clean. And that's yeah. the problem that I have with so many of the hats and mm-hmm. caps right now that, like, we you talk about, like, draft caps and training camp hats and all that stuff. And you're like, oh, I love all the Bill's stuff. I try to buy every iteration of Bill's hat that comes yeah. out, of course, the calendar year. And you do. Like, I, I see, like, every three weeks you have a new Bill's hat because they put something new out and you're like, mine. Gotta have it. Mm-hmm. And for Miami, it's just like they get busy and it's loud. And it's like we, we got to simplify the caps a little bit yeah. in my mind. Um, so, maybe... yeah, I saw this this T-shirt on Fanatics and it's just a long sleeve crew T-shirt with an all aqua logo and the all aqua word mark. And that is it. I
0: think it looks good.
1: It's clean as heck.
0: Just don't get a stain on that white shirt, man.
1: I think I do actually have one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you got kids, man. You got a toddler. You're going to be wearing yeah, white. S- You're going to get some stains. Yeah, so maybe we can get a black version. You never know. You get an ice cream cone tossed at you every once in a while. A, a, Ketchup. Yeah, lollipop. It's just going to be part of the deal. Yeah. Shall we?
1: Got my white out, though.
0: No, uh, that's – but. You're not putting we, that on We shit. could try. We could try. Well, oxygen, yeah. Let's, we, the purple top is that's one you want. This
1: is exactly why I only put one position group in the first segment today. <laughs> I said running backs and that's it. <laughs> because you never know what the first five minutes of any episode of Locked On NFL Scouting is going to give you. Um, we literally just make up the first five minutes as we go. But well, now we're, we're, we're locked in. We're, we're, we're locked in on Locked On. There because is. we, Joe and I each, have our personal balance of the top ballots of the top 10 players, at running back, wide receiver, tight end, offensive tackle, and interior offensive line. And these lists are made courtesy of the buckets we put the players in when we did the team-by-team assessments and identifying roster cornerstones, quality starters, and so on and so forth. Four running backs. Joe. So we had six roster cornerstone running backs, and that is it at the position and you go beyond that. And then you had another work counting eight uh, quality starters at the position as well. So it gives you a total of 14 options for who you want to put into your top 10 list. Are you ready to begin disclosing your personal, Top ten, Dal. I absolutely am. I'm going to pull up the sheet, and everybody can see. We do also have Dalvin Cook on here as a quality starter, and a TBD as far as his team. Uh, The I, fun fact about the Quinn and Williams deal yesterday it does nothing to change their their viability of signing Dalvin Cook because it's added on to the fifth year option year. Yeah. So, Jets cap status is exactly what it's been.
0: I digress. Here we go. feels like such a weird spot for him. You've got, like, so many good backs. You have Brees Hall and Michael Carter and Zonovan Knight and Izzy Abanacanda. Like, just roll with those guys. Anywho, who's going first year on running backs? Um,
1: Why don't we each do the cornerstones? Because this we know we're going to have the same top six. It's just okay. in what order. So All why right. don't you do your cornerstones, and then I'll add my cornerstones.
0: Cornerstones, number one, Christian McCaffrey. Of course. Number two, I hated this one, Derrick Henry. I got respect for him, man. Could you, like, no I good receivers. My, I wish you could see my face. Right like, now. no good receivers, like, no good offensive linemen. Okay. He goes out and produces. Okay. come on. But they're just, just as good when they don't have him. I don't know. But whatever, he's two. Uh, Nick Chubb at three. Joshua Jacobs at four. Aaron Jones at five. Ooh. Jonathan Taylor, six. Jonathan Taylor got penalized for being hurt last year. I see. He sure did. Okay. Now, there's one thing
1: that I will not stand on this show. Yeah. It is Nick Chubb slander. I won't deal with it. He's number one. Okay. Go <laughs> argue with yourself. Christian. I can argue with it. Two. I made my own list. So Eric Henry is three. I have Jonathan Taylor at four, assuming he's a healthy player. I have Josh Jacobs at five and Aaron Jones at six.
0: All right. Well, spicy there with Nick Chubb. I think he's the best Dude, pure runner. No, he's yes. the best pure runner. He is. I, I factored in the receiving stuff, and that's why I gave it to like, the other guys.
1: Okay, if you're going to draft for PPR like Christian McCaffrey, of course. But, like, I don't
0: care. In real life football, though, you would pick Nick Chubb? Like you Yes, running would. Like, wow.
1: Okay. I, I think Nick Chubb is a perfectly viable pass catcher. He just hasn't been asked to do that a lot because they've had this stable of backs. And, oh, by the way, that's not a dynamic anymore in this year's offense. I would not be surprised I have if Nick Chubb caught 40, 40, 40, 50 balls. He In should. addition to being a player who's capable of carrying the ball 300 times. Like, I don't know if you, you, you will appreciate this analogy, but I think you will. Okay.
0: If Nick Chubb was a Pokemon, who would he be? Uh, oh, I do you think I can name, I can name, uh, what's the yellow guy? Pikachu? That's the whole list. <laughs> That's the whole list of the Pokemons. How, I mean, how do you even compare running back to a Pokemon? I mean, uh, it, it dude, try not, explain did it to me. Not disappoint. Explain that to me. If Nick Chubb was
1: a Pokemon, he'd be Blastoise because he is just the the big turtle with the the rockets on it strapped on his shell.
0: What you like? You you read just, on the back of the card what this thing can do, and you're like, that's Nick Chubb. Like, well, how do you get? No, no.
1: He just he looks like Blastoise. He plays like Blastoise. He's just. A tank, an absolute tank of a runner. (laughs) And you think about the trends of today's league and, oh, we're going to do the light box counts and we're going to defend the pass. And you get a a runner like Nick Chubb who will run through your face. I'm sorry. For me, I I considered the pass catching dynamic, but I don't want to penalize Nick Chubb for not doing something he hasn't been asked to do that I think he's
0: capable of doing. This is you're also catching a, a receipt here, right? When you, Nick Chubb came out, I think you had him as like a top 10 player in the class. I did. You had him higher than Sonny Michelle, which some people thought was crazy. I I also did. I didn't have him as high as you. Who was he? Was there other good backs that year that people were losing their minds about? Uh, Do you want to do that and finish
1: after the break, since we're arguing yeah. the dynamics of running backs and the merits of PPR and, and actual football versus fantasy Forecasting and so on and so forth. I think now is probably a good time for us to catch our breath, calm down. Since
0: I was a little upset, you put Nick Chubb at three. I'm upset that you compared him to a Pokemon. And we can regroup. All right, our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you with players that are a guaranteed fit for your roster. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Which running back has scored the most touchdowns combined over the past two seasons? If you listen to this podcast, you know who it is. Not Nick Chubb. That's the electric. not Christian McCaffrey. Los Angeles Chargers running back Austin Eckler, who has scored 38 touchdowns since 2021 and That's featured a number. in a receiving first role that makes him a guaranteed fit for the first overall pick in 2023 fantasy football drafts. Eckler will see his usual high leverage work as a runner and remain the focal point of the short passing game. With eBay guaranteed fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks, struts, you name it. eBay Motors has it, and they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up because now you know you'll always be set up for success from the get-go with eBay Guaranteed Fit. Everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay.
1: Eckler's a perfect example of fantasy football dynamics versus film assessment, right? And while I think it's worth acknowledging the offensive coaching staff change from Lombardi to Kellen Moore. Tony Pollard did have like 40 receptions last year. So I think Vinny's on the, on the nose there for opportunities for record. Maybe not 120 balls, but we'll be just fine. We catch a lot. He'll catch a lot of balls. All right. Anyway, let's pull this thing back up. Running back rankings. We are through the six cornerstones. What's, <laughs> we got to get going here, huh? Yeah, we, we, we got to boogie a little bit. That's All right. fine. Um give me your next four, aka the the remainders of your top ten list. Saquon Barkley at six.
0: Saquon
1: Barkley at six.
0: Austin Eckler at seven.
1: Austin Eckler
0: at seven. Alvin Kamara at eight. Yo. What? And back. go ahead. Ramondre Stevenson at ten. What we, who's nine? Draft dudes do math. <laughs> what do you What do you mean? I gave Who you is four I went but Bar- Barkley, Eckler, Kamara, Stevenson. Oh, it's my fault. Yeah. You said six though. You said six though. It's yeah, not you're right. My fault. You're right. You're right. You're right. I did say six. You're right. Yeah. that's true. I give you grace. You're trying to float around,
1: produce this thing, and simultaneously plug it in. It's hard. And and do math. Wow. Okay. Number seven for me after Aaron Jones at six is Austin Eckler. Number eight for me is Ramondre Stevenson, New England Patriots. I have Tony Pollard at nine, and I have Saquon
0: Barkley at 10. So I had Stevenson and you didn't? Oh, I had Ramondre Stevenson at eight. Okay, 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 okay. Who's the one that I had that you didn't? Is it Kamara? Yes. So you said no to Kamara and yes to Pollard. Yes. it's come full circle, Kyle. Well, it has. It's funny how these things work.
1: (laughs) But also, like, Alvin's slowing down a little bit. I don't disagree with that. That, That's the concern. So our consensus 10 is McCaffrey at one, Chubb two, Henry three, Jacobs four, Jonathan Taylor five, Aaron Jones six. And we have Austin Eckler, seven, Saquon Barkley, eight, Ramondre Stevenson, nine, and a tie for 10 with Alvin Kamara and Tony Pollard, who were both ninth on our respective lists. Okay. Javante Williams, A.J. Dillon, Dalvin Cook completely missed.
0: On to wide receivers?
1: On to wide receiver, And this was the pain in the butt. Yep. Rankings. We had 19 cornerstone players at wide receiver. It's a stupid number, but it's a testament of why the wide receiver market is exploding in the way in which it is, and it is a testament to the talent that is available at the position and the trends of the league right now. And Even when you do the math and you say, well, there's 19 of these guys, that's still hardly enough for one for half of the league. Some teams manage to have two.
0: I've changed my mind on who the 10th guy is about 14 times.
1: Correct. You can make a legitimate argument for literally every nominated player.
0: Right. Like, so you said there's 17. Yeah. No, there's 19. 19. Yeah. So nine players are going to get left out of this top 10 and people are going to get mad about it. And it's like
1: you could put any one of them at nine or 10. Now, I think the top seven are pretty definitive. I'll be interested to see how much consensus. Yeah,
0: I think so. I think so. A little bit more subjective with the last three and then good Lord. Okay. All right, let's, let's do let's this. Do
1: Justin it. Jefferson's one, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, who's two? Devontae Adams?
0: That's who I have. Devontae okay, Adams is so two. We're, we're two for two so far.
1: Three, I have Tyreek Kill. I have Tyreek Kill at three. We are consensus through the top three. And here I thought I was being hyperbolative. That's definitely not
0: what I'm looking yeah, for. That wasn't the word. Yeah. Hot takey Homer. <laughs> By
1: saying that the top seven were consensus, we might run the table here. Is Jamar Chase four?
0: No, I don't have Jamar Chase four.
1: You blew it.
0: I know. I'm sorry. I put Cooper Cup at four.
1: Okay. And I had Cooper Cup at five.
0: All right. We're close.
1: And you had Cup at four, Four. Chase at five? It's right. Okay. So literally our top five are the same. We just have four and five flip.
0: Yep. Who do you have six? Diggs.
1: I have Stefan Diggs seven. Okay. Which right. means you need to have number seven, who I have at six, for us to agree that the top seven is very cut and dry.
0: Okay, I have seven as A.J. Brown.
1: And I have A.J. Brown as number six. So we agree the top right. seven is very definitive, and there was just marginal debate on the merit of which of the four through seven are ordered in what order. Okay, number eight, you have... Ter- Terry McLaurin. Oh, boy. Here we go. You have Terry McLaurin at eight. I have Terry McLaurin at ten. He's on my list. Okay. At nine. No, let me do my eight first. Okay. This is
0: more fun. You're right. We need your eight. My number eight is Amari Cooper. Okay. My number nine is Amari Cooper. Oh, let's go. I what, the, When I started this, <laughs> List, <laughs> my, my number one thing I said going into the offensive top tens today is that Amari Cooper will be in my top ten wide receivers.
1: And you got him at nine.
0: Yep. So now we're ready to reveal I got our, him at eight. I have to you have to reveal your number nine. I have to reveal my number number ten. Yes. Now All this
1: right. this is going to decide if we manage, and I'd be stunned if we did.
0: No, I think we're going to get it.
1: Okay. Who is your number 10? Waddle. My number nine player is Jalen Waddle. Yeah, so we have the same ten. So we have the exact same. I cannot believe that actually happened.
0: Well, so I talked my dude. Mike Evans was impossible because like, just an unreal career. Higgins, Devonta Smith, DJ Moore, DJ Metcalf, Keenan Allen, Ceedee Lamb, Debo Samuel, all left out. Impossible. But when I got myself to that tenth spot, I said, "Who is the one that is the hardest to defend?" And
1: I came up with Waddle. Well. And, and I agree with you. I think the, the perception on Waddle is that he benefits robustly from Tyreek Hill. And that's, it's, it's fair to observe the observation and say that there is a symbiotic relationship between the two players. But there's players on this list that you want to argue for uh, explosiveness. And Waddle's at the top of having explosiveness. There's uh, players on this list that you want to have the argument for volume and production and Waddle has produced set the rookie receptions record in one year and then led the league in yards per catch in the next year amongst players with whatever the threshold was for number of targets It's like a high volume target with over 100 targets last year and then there's players on this list that you want to say oh well he's he's a route technician right he's a masterful route runner jalen waddle is a masterful route runner after 2 years in the nfl I think that's the area of his game that probably gets the most overlooked because you think about the speed, you think about the run after the catch, you think about the explosiveness and the vertical skill set. I'm watching him week 18 against the Jets, running routes and getting opportunities against both DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner, and he's running the same concepts that Tyreek's running, and he's stacking Sauce more consistently than Tyreek did in that game the same routes running the same routes so that's the case and we didn't need to make the case for each other but I think if anybody's surprised that Jalen Waddle made the list I think that's because he he kind of goes through the gauntlet of those three areas of, of players with arguments for the ten getting in the top 10
0: big fan big fan Jalen Waddle um big fan of bird dogs Kyle that's what we got to talk about next mm-hmm. I absolutely love their shorts and joggers they make you look good bird dogs stretch khaki shorts they are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg giving you a truly sculpted look it fits so much better than regular shorts that are made from stiff restricting cotton they fix the issues bird dogs invented cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement and they also use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long Kyle it's gonna be 90 plus degrees here in Charlotte today Going to a concert. I'll have my bird dogs on. I'll be fine. They're going to look good. They're comfortable. And uh, they're going to keep me cool and dry. So go to birddogs.com slash locked Enter promo code locked on NFL for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked NFL for a free Yeti style tumbler. Folks, get yourself some bird dogs. You won't want to take them off. We promise you.
2: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, Joe, we're on to tight ends. Here's the good news about tight ends. Between cornerstones and quality starters, we attend to choose from for 10 spots. So we know we're going to have the same 10 on this,
0: junk. Right. I don't want to have the same 10. You don't like this group? No, I just, I, the 10th guy is going to be who he is. And I can think of like at least five other tight ends I'd rather have than this guy. Well, so, then what, how how did that happen? We I decided the buckets. Know, I hate that, but I just want to say that what number 10 guy doesn't deserve to be the number 10 guy.
1: All right. Let's do the cornerstones. By the way, our, our top 10 wide receivers from consensus uh, were Jefferson Adams, Tyreek Hill, one through three. Chase and Kupp tied for fourth. A.J. Brown and Stephon Diggs tied for sixth. Amari Cooper in eighth. Terry McLaurin, ninth. Jalen Wilde, tenth. Excuse me, Jalen Waddle and Terry McLaurin. No, draft dudes do math. Terry McLaurin was ninth. Jalen Waddle was tenth. Nine other outstanding wide receivers. In the- <laughs>
0: right. Go ahead, yell at us. Seahawks but fans, whatever, Bucks, fans, Cow- Cowboys fans, CD, like right. Eagles, Eagles fans with
1: Devontae Smith, Bengals fans with T right. Higgins, got left off for what like we get it.
0: Right. Make your own list. I mean make your is... own list
1: and put them in there. And like right. we're gonna be like, yeah, you've got a good list. Like you're gonna get mad about it, right? Right. All right. Uh our three cornerstone tight ends. Our four cornerstone four, tight ends. Yeah. Joe, what order do you have them in besides Travis Kelsey at one?
0: Uh Kelsey Kittle, Andrews Goder.
1: Kelsey Kittle, Andrews. Godert. I had it Kelsey Andrews Kittle Godert.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Oh, so, you know, it's just a, a flip flop there with with George and and Mark. I think Mark sustaining his volume in the passing game and that might not be the case this year was enough for me to to put him over George, who's still obviously such a tremendous run blocker and versatile player, but uh, his volume in the passing game has has receded just a bit. Yep. Uh your fifth ranked tight end is Humpst.
0: Sir- Pat Friar
1: Muth. No way. Yes way. Holy cow. Let's go. It's it's hot. It's spicy. I like it,
0: though. (laughs) Wait. I'm curious now where you have Friar Muth, but also who's your five?
1: I have him at eight. I have Pat Friar Muth at eight. All right. Uh, My five was Darren Waller. Okay. Of the New York football giants. Okay. Uh, Six. TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson, also my sixth-ranked tight end on this list. Seventh. Darren Waller. Darren Waller for Joe. My seventh ranked tight end was Evan Ingram, Jacksonville Jaguars. Budding player, courtesy of Dougie P. and the visor in Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Your eighth ranked tight end, Evan Ingram. And my eighth ranked tight end is, as previously disclosed, Pat Farmuth. Your ninth ranked tight end, Kyle Pitts. My ninth ranked pin, tight end was Atlanta Falcons tight end Kyle Pitts, which means our consensus tenth ranked tight end was Arizona Cardinals
0: <laughs>
1: tight end Philadelphia Eagles
0: legend Zach Ertz. I'd like to you don't gonna be it. you don't to so, be rude about it. No, I do, because I'm responsible for this. But uh, All right, so be rude to yourself. Don't be rude to Zach. Let's let me give you a list of play of players that I would rather have than Zach Ertz. Uh, Cole Komet, no, no not Cole Komet. Komet, Hayden Hurst, I meant to say, Dawson Knox, who has the third most receiving tight end uh, catches over tight ends of the last three years, David Njoku, probably Dalton Schultz, uh, Tyler Higbee, Hunter Henry, Tyler Conklin, Fant. Are,
1: are like, we going to do the executive thing right here? And Greg
0: Dolcich. Yeah, all are of those gonna, guys. Are,
1: are we going to reclassify Zach Ertz right now?
0: Yeah. The Cardinals don't need another hit, but uh, they're going to go from last to last. But I don't know, man. I just that there, there's other players that I just like way more than Zach Ertz. Some of this having to do with age as well, I would assume. Of course, yes. Is that fair? Yeah.
1: Okay. Offensive tackles. You want anything else on? The, you, no, you I got wanna, it out. I you want to pound Zach Ertz some
0: more? No, but these uh, these offensive linemen were were fun to rank. I enjoyed yes. this part. Yeah. I I had a harder time
1: with the interior than I did. The uh, offensive tackles. Like I thought the players. offensive tackles, there was like three very defined tiers. Now, we have 11 cornerstone players that both tackle, left and right tackle combined, and all three interior spots combined. Yeah. So that was what we decided is, hey, we, we'll get a nice list that gets you right around 10. You'll have one honorable mention. We'll move on with our lives. So with that in mind,
0: offensive tackle one. It's, it's Trent Williams is like, Trent Williams. Trent, it's like there's certain things that aren't debatable. Travis Kelsey's tight end one. Pat Mahomes is QB one. Trent Williams is OT one. Mm-hmm. Like there's just there's nothing to say. He's the best. He's like wine too. It's better with time. God, he's so it's good. better with age.
1: And they stole him. They absolutely stole him from Washington.
0: What a what a weird scenario in the history of football. Treat your treat your players well, right? You know,
1: <laughs> they're human beings. You know, they got health to be mindful of. Weird, right? Anyway, their, their entire career is their health. You know. Anyway, offensive
0: tackle two. I got Lane Johnson. I
1: also have Lane Johnson as
0: offensive tackle two. Offensive tackle three. This might be spicy, but I have Ryan Ramchick. That is spicy. You're right. My
1: three was Tristan Wirfs.
0: Don't don't hate that at all.
1: Hey, you're four,
0: Tristan Werfs.
1: Tristan Wirfs. <laughs> Wirfs. Uh, my four was Sean Slater. I Ooh. forget how good he
0: was last year. Whoa! In, in 2021.
1: Okay. hurt. Okay. Don't hate that, buddy. Buddy ended up being just the left tackle version of Tristan Werfs. All right,
0: where are we at? Uh, you're five. Tonsil. Laramie Tunsil, Laramie. Laramie, yellow flag console, huh? Right. If you just, just stop false starting, it'd be all right. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Most insane thing going in the NFL right now. My five was Penny Sewell. Good choice. I have him at six.
1: Okay. You have Penny Sewell at six. My six is Teron Armstead. Who is my seven? Seven. Um, My seven is Ryan Ramcheck, who you had at three. Yeah. I love Ryan Ramcheck. I just didn't expect you to love Ryan Ramcheck that much more than I did. Uh, Your seven. Armstead is my seven. Your eight. Uh, Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas at eight. My eight was Laramie Consul. Uh Your nine. By Jake, the way, Andrew Andrew Thomas was my nine.
0: Jake Matthews is my
1: nine. Jake Matthews is Joe's nine. And Jake Matthews is Kyle Krabs' ten, which means Christian Derosol is my honorable mention.
0: Darasaw my 10. And I, go ahead, throw rocks at me about Slater. And he's played one season. Ooh. Spice played. Ooh. I've been consistent with that the whole time. Make
1: a new list. Right. Your list stinks. Right. Okay. <laughs> Sauce Gardner
0: and Rashawn Slater, my two, uh, just can't stand those guys, you know?
1: So, and actually, the numbers did kind of develop out where there were three kind of defined tiers within the top 10. You had your top three. From a consensus standpoint, we didn't have the same top three, but just the numbers of how close the numbers were. Trent Williams, Lane Johnson, Tristan Wirfs, comfortably like a tier when you take their yeah. aggregate score. And then you have uh, Ramcheck, Sewell, Tunsell, and Armstead as the next kind of consensus tier of four players that are closely consensus with one another. And then Slater, Thomas, and Matthews round out the top ten with Christian Darasaw as the honorable mention on the consensus list. One more to go. One more position to go, and it's the big uglies in the middle. Who, oh who, is your top-ranked interior offensive lineman in the NFL?
0: Zachary Martin. You know, I had
1: him at one, and I thought it was a hot take. Really? To, To still have him at this stage. Oh, wow. Okay. I also have him at
0: one. Oh, I was going to say, who did you have? No, 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 no. I was
1: like, man, like Joe might give me a little bit of grief here for Uh, still having Zach Martin at this stage in the game at number one, but baller. Super consistent, too. Number two,
0: I have Jason Kelsey.
1: I also have Jason Kelsey. Oh,
0: let's go. Okay.
1: (laughs) All right. Uh, I expect us to get off the rails here.
0: Okay. Let's see if that's really true, because at three, I have Creed Humphrey
1: lord have mercy i also have creed on number three we will oh. surely get off the rails at number four
0: where i have joel batonio
1: okay i have joel batonio at five who do you have at four i have elgin jenkins at four wow okay I, he got major bonus points for me for the positional versatility that he brings all right i like him uh is he on your list you leave he's all- at 10
0: he's at 10 for me okay Get a new list. Your list. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, Betonio was my five. So, my five, my actual five is Q Nelson. All so right.
1: Okay. I had Quentin Nelson at eight. Okay. Uh, my six was Chris Lindstrom, Atlanta Falcons. Same. Nice. We're back. Frank Ragnow at seven? That's right. By the way, we did, we Did no cross-checking of these lists in any way. Uh, Who is your – Quentin Nelson was my eight, so who's your eight? Wyatt Teller. Wyatt Teller was Joe Marino's eight. Wyatt Teller was Kyle Krabs's 10th ranked interior offensive lineman in football, which just leaves us with a pair of Kansas City Chiefs guards to decide who was in and who was the honorable mention.
0: I have Tooney in. Tooney's nine for me. And I also have
1: Joe Tooney at number nine. So we saw this group, relatively besides Elton Jenkins and uh, Quentin Nelson.
0: Yeah, I, I struggled Very with Quentin similar. Nelson because I don't think he's been as good for the last couple seasons. Um, Man, I think it'd be one. It would be
1: one thing if it was just last year. Right? I get it. Yeah, I but it, it it hasn't been just last
0: year. Right.
1: Now, still an excellent player.
0: Right. He's tough. He's tough. I know he's consensus. he's capable of being the most dominant offensive interior offensive lineman in the league. He is our consensus sixth ranked interior offensive lineman, in
1: spite of a couple years of not quite playing to the right. same standard.
0: He set, set such a high standard for himself, yeah. you know. It's like he could tell when it's not. Couple first couple seasons caliber. So the the consensus here: Zach
1: Martin one, Jason Kelsey two, Creed Humphrey three, Joel Batonio four. Chris Lindstrom, five, Quentin Nelson, six, a tie for seven with Eldon Jenkins and Frank Ragnell, and a tie for ninth with Joe Thune and Wyatt Teller with Trey Smith as your honorable mention roster cornerstone into your offensive line.
0: Hey, Kyle, where's the quarterbacks? We already did them. Oh,
1: we should probably do individual ballots just for bookkeeping purposes. Oh, really? We don't need to do it now, but we know Patrick Mahomes is one. And then we had, what was it, seven cornerstone quarterbacks So off the top of my head? We actually have a QB sheet. We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then Trevor Lawrence as an incomplete evaluation that I think we kind of decided as we were ranking the quarterbacks that he needed to be a cornerstone because we put him above Aaron Rodgers in the rankings. Because who would you rather have? Trevor Lawrence. So that concludes our journey throughout all of our best of the best, Uh, our positional top tens uh, across offense and defense. The last two days was really fun to kind of put this content in a way that we know we've kind of gone off the beaten path versus how this information is usually presented uh, with the cornerstones and quality starters and, and kind of taking a different approach to, quantifying the caliber of the rosters that everybody has, but then to take that and say, okay, here's all the guys that we put in the top bucket. Let's actually shake it out and get a chance to put some lists together. I'll be interested to see how closely our offensive positions do follow along with Jeremy Fowler's polling of ESPN, which was kind of what pushed us into doing this. He does it every year. It's an excellent piece of content to hear from coaches, players, scouts, and personnel executives uh, across the NFL, who they think the top 10 are at each position in the NFL. That's going to do it for us this week here on Locked On NFL Scouting. I'm Kyle Krabs. He's Joe Marino. We appreciate you guys for checking out the show. It's your team every day on the YouTube channel, wherever you find your favorite podcast. Plan accordingly. Come on back and see us again next week. Appreciate you guys for checking out the show. Peace.
2: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.